Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Okay. But I am, I, I feel like I'm dying from like touch starvation, y'all. I don't, I, this isn't, I don't, I don't get hugs. I don't know. I feel like if I were to get the kind of hug that I fucking really want, I would crumble into pieces. I, I, I don't how do you deal with that? I really like like need to be like touched. And I know someone's gonna say like, okay, go to the salon and get your hair done, or get a massage, or or get your nails done, right? So someone can hold your hand. None of those people love me. None of those people, none of those services love me, right? But I am really, I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling with like. I don't, I don't get hugs. That shit is. <laughs> it could be like maybe a hello, a, you know, a whatever, maybe. Um, but it's not enough. I don't know how. I don't know how you. rest of my life like this I, I think that that's really hard I don't there's no I really, I'm just really struggling I'm really struggling like I spent like last night just going like this If you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. So, this young lady was brave enough in a day and age where 
everyone everyone's got it going on on social media uh, every time you see somebody posting on social media they're always flexing or bragging or or you know just celebrating in some sort of way like there are there there are people who just take pictures of themselves smiling <laughs> just cuz just because they want to invite that kind of energy and i and and that's that's a good thing um but i like balance i like for people to be real i like to know that people are human and then they have they're multifaceted um and the amount and you know uh social media has kind of turned into a uh, a culture of vanity um which 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 is most things when it comes to uh creativity and popularity and you know that's 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 just most realms uh um when you enter into uh when you invite humans in um the 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 vanity and the uh pomp and pageantry always gets uh overshadowed always always overshadows the um the melancholy and the um and you know the ups and the downs and the good and bad and ugly of life you know um I digress. I digress. I do believe that you know people should. You like you can't. I can't. You can't be too real for fake people. You know what I mean. And you, sh if you can celebrate your wins, you should be able to celebrate your losses as well, because you have a universal understanding that there's two sides to every coin. There's always a yin and a yang to everything. But social media can give you that delusion very easily. Um. And so, yeah, why in a, in a world where everyone's always winning, this young lady um, felt comfortable enough or I guess she was at her wit's end enough to just be real and, and be bare on the Internet. Um, while everyone's being real in, in, or, or while everyone's winning, always, quote unquote, winning on social media, there's a lot. There's another side of social media that's very real and down to earth. And um, a lot of that is on TikTok. That's if you dig for it, because it's not in my algorithm. I, my algorithm is nothing but foolery and goofiness, like for sure. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. But um, but if you dig and if you look and if it's in your algorithm, you will come across a lot of people really bearing their souls, and that's another that's another subculture as well. Um, this young lady, um, this, this young lady, uh, uh, mentions that she's touched on and I'll, I'll, I'll get into my take on it, but I want to go over some of the quotes from my undefeated Facebook timeline. I have such dope people on my timeline and I didn't really get, uh, you know, surprisingly, I didn't get a whole lot of feedback and and you know input and insight on it i just had a couple people you know who were willing to touch it um it's every now and again on my timeline as as real and dope as my timeline is is as thoughtful and insightful as the people are on my timeline i'll i may post something that a lot of people are afraid to touch um it may be too heavy for them to speak on at that point at, the, at whatever point they are at in their lives or they may not be as knowledgeable on it or um or they may just want to hide and they it, it may be relative to them, but they don't want to show themselves uh, um, and expose themselves if they speak on it. 
You know what I'm saying? So some people, so this, so every now and again, some, there's a, I may post something that people are afraid to touch, and I think this was one of them. I didn't get as I didn't get the bevy of comments that I would if I posted something silly or something highly sexual. You know what I'm saying? So let me get into these quotes. Um, hold on, uh, this this gentleman I went to college with, he says, uh, "Looks like Molly or ecstasy to me." Um, it would explain the sweating, rambling, and increased desire for physical touch. Um, since, it's, since it has been going on longer than 10 hours, um, it's probably some kind of chemical imbalance or some kind of psychophysical response to some trauma uh, she's not fully dealt with. Um, in any case, physical longing uh, this intense for such an extended period of time is not normal. I hope she gets the help she needs. So, th- so, so my friend, uh, my guy, my guy, he was looking at it um, kind of from a logical perspective, you know, just kind of analyzing and diagnosing the um, the young lady, just looking at behavior and symptoms. And I do get that. I like I I I wasn't <laughs> drug in, in, in do, a drug induced state. I I didn't. That was the furthest thing from my mind. I just felt like I just assumed that she was totally genuinely feeling away like she was just she was just um in her solitude in in a deep solitude and had a moment uh, of of expression you know um but i guess it was deeper than that i get or not deeper i guess there was more to it than just her feeling away right um there is um there are uh Theories and um, scientific uh, notions that state how, like, your lifestyle and your diet affect your mood. You know what I'm saying? Um, the body creates its own drugs. If you do your studies, you know, dopamine, oxyco- oxy- oxytocin, um, serotonin. Um, these are just uh, the, the minimal hormones that um, these are these are your mood hormones. And um, dopamine is one of the biggest ones. That's why they call weed dope, um, quote unquote. Um, but yeah, the body has its own drugs. And so you, you uh, induce those drugs and stimulate those drugs when you live your life a certain way um, without any without the, the, the help of any kind of external um, or laboratory uh, synthesized or um, herbal substances without without that you know you can still in you, you can still have similar like effects um not necessarily hallucinogenic but mood changing mood altering effects um from certain life like jogging sex um eating uh eating certain foods um you know and things like that it, it does affect your mood and so i'm curious to know what this lady's lifestyle is like you know what I'm saying? Um, aside from any um, external drugs, uh, what what kind of life activities does she um, get involved in? What's her diet like uh, for her to uh, for her to for her to feel this for her to feel this intense? You know. Um, but I am no medical professional whatsoever, whatsoever. So it's it's I'm in no uh, lane of expertise in that arena to to uh to judge um the next person says i personally can't speak for all women but i've personally had moments 
where I've questioned, would I ever find love again because I crave a genuine, intimate connection? I'm, I'm not even done reading the quote, but like, I just want to stop there. I just want to stop there and vibe on that. You know, um, this lady kind of physically embodied what a lot of people feel, you know, when they turn the lights out to go to bed and it's just them in the pillow. You know what I mean? Um, when you're staring at that ceiling trying to go to sleep and your mind is going 100 miles per hour and you're just contemplating life in the universe and the future. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're having, a, <laughs> you're having an existential crisis before you achieve um, REM. REM sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and your whole world is crumbling uh, um, while the rods and cones in your eyes kind of uh settle <laughs> in the back in the back of your eyelids like whoa whoa you know what i mean like these are the kind of thoughts that some people have like what oh shit like what 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 kind of life am i gonna have you know um it's it's easy to just get up and punch a clock and go back to sleep and get up and punch a clock and go back to sleep um it's easy to do that um but what what happens in between you know what happens um what happens when you when you punch that clock before in between you punching that clock and going back to sleep you know there's there's a life right there you know um and 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 then you know that you're not going to be punching that clock forever so what's going to happen when you're done punching that clock and you and the, you go a whole day of just waking up and going back to sleep what happens in between <laughs> right um and you know people think about these kind of things and so you think of intimate physical touch, what does that translate to in life? Um, what does, does that translate to a life partner? Does that translate to companionship? Um, cause, because I think, oh man, let me, let me, I'll, I'll get onto my talking points later. Let me keep, let me keep reading this quote. Let me continue. Um, I quote, I also know women who have never been truly loved by a man. So they struggle with the idea of never experiencing intimacy. That's all these conversations are so rich because everyone knows deep down in their soul, in their hearts of hearts, children are the only true love. You know, um, we know this. We, we may never have put it in words before, but everyone knows this in their hearts. Children are the only true love. And so the stock on love from children is kind of it's kind of low. You know, you love babies because they're cute and they're needy. Oh, it's so cute. You crying, you pooped on yourself. Oh, right. Um, you know, and then you see them grow up and, you know, they have their own identity and they be, you know, they, they start back sassing you and what, you know, all that, all that, all that child rearing stuff. Right. You know, but that's, that's more work. Like, you know, you, um, you know, the love from a child, at, because it's so unconditional, um, it's, it's, it's very easy to take for granted. You know what I'm saying? You know, that child is always going to, as long as you, you know, you love that child, that child is always going to be there for you. Um, but that none of that translate to, to the magic of the love you get from the opposite sex. You know what I mean? Um, that, that like, you see the love from a child is more guaranteed you know it's it's just it, there's no nuance there's no novelty 
It's like, you know, he comes home from school, mommy, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's given. That's a given. But the love from the opposite sex to look in that person's eyes and to see eternity, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to touch them and feel the electricity and to like not be able to let go. <laughs> you can't <laughs> that kind of that kind of bond like you can't you'll never get that with a child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, let me continue. Quote, it also gets difficult for some when they've never truly been loved by family. Oh, my gosh. Like this girl. Like, I don't think I don't know. I don't know. Like, if this girl really knew how deep she was digging. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like. When I read it the first time, I was just like, oh, like she's being very candid. Like I've never known her like I've always known her to be, you know, cute, you know, uh, makeup, glued, glued baby hairs. Oh, you know what I mean? But like now she's being like she's 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 speaking from the heart. I've never known her to be that way. I'm, I've never given her the I, me personally. I've never given her the opportunity to be like way. I've met her maybe one or two times in person. You know what I'm saying? So it's so to hear her talk like this, it's like wow to me. You know what I'm saying? But she's probably like that all the time for all I know. You know? Um Yeah, yeah. Um it also gets difficult for some when they've never been truly um loved by family, mom and dad, to even have an idea of what's healthy love. Um Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, you know, I will say my mom and my dad, as dysfunctional as they were, they were very affectionate people. You know what I'm saying? Um, they taught me the value of affection. Um, I kind of freak, <laughs> I freak women out sometimes um, the way I'm so affectionate sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, um, I'll have my moments, you know what I'm saying, where I just I just love bomb you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll have my moments, you know. Um, they, pe people try to make, you know, they, they associate love bombing with narcissism. But no, you, sometimes you're just in a mood. You want to love bomb. You want to just pour your love. You just want to pour your affection out on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have sex, you, you pour your yourself out on people, right? Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> Why not do that, you know, uh, um, in a non-sexual way, right? Right, right? Um, and I think that's, you know, that's what, that's the, therein lies the key, you know, um, expressing affection uh, in a non-sexual way. I think if, I think like when you talk about people who are behavioral therapists or behavioral therapy or, um, you know what I mean, and people who try to uh, recondition trauma victims you know what i'm saying i think that's a big thing like just showing people affection like it's, it's especially people who are sexually traumatized showing them affection that does not lead to sex you know what i'm saying you can scare the shit out of someone when you when you give them a long hug and then you know just pat them on the back say hey have a great day you know <laughs> a long warm intimate hug and then just keep it moving like you will fuck somebody's world up you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's crazy. But, um, you know, yeah, but, you know, you'll be surprised. Um, so I, so I asked her, I said, who's to blame? Um, 
And she says, there's no space for blame. It starts with forgiveness, acceptance of current state, um, then self-determination to create the environment slash space you desire. Yo, let me let me read this again for the bars that she just dropped, son. So I said, who's to blame? She says, there's no space for blame. And the reason I asked who's to blame is because the young lady in that video, there's a reason, you know, there's always a, there's a cause for every effect, right? And there's a reason this woman has come to this emotional state to be this intense to where she had to cry out on the internet, right? And, and really uh, bear her feelings. And so... So, I, you know, me asking who to blame is not necessarily being petty, but me sort of trying to get a pinpoint to or me trying to pinpoint the origin so that we can learn how to fix it. You know what I mean? This is my male brain. This is the male side of my brain, you know, just tr trying to figure out how to fix it. Whereas the feminine side of my brain is saying, is just sympathizing with her and saying, dang, this woman must be really going through something. You know what I'm saying? To, to, you know, I'm not really trying to fix it. I'm just trying to relate to it. That's the feminine side of my brain. The male side of my brain is, how did we get here? You know, how did we come to this place? And how can we fix it going forward? What, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that's the, yeah. So she says, there's no space for blame. It starts with forgiveness. And remember, like I said, the, the three keys to forgiveness, uh, the, uh, knowledge, you know, which is con another name for consciousness, awareness, uh, education, knowledge. The one is knowledge. Two is defense, and which is very easy to get stuck in. And that's why that's why you have people who are jaded and bitter. And then offense. And this is where she, where she was getting at. It starts with forgiveness, which is knowledge. Um, then acceptance of the current state, acceptance of, of current state, which is defense. You're saying, hey, I, you know, I, I don't want I don't want this. I don't want to live like this anymore. You know, what I'm saying I'll never let this happen again. And then self-determination to create the environment or space you desire. That's offense. You know, I'm going to be the change I want to see. I want more. I want better. I deserve more. I deserve better. Right. I want I want to attract this. I want to attract that. I want these kind of people in my life. I want to be this kind of person to attract these kind of people. So on and so forth. That's living offensively. You know, the jaded and bitter people who are the ones li living defensively. But when you get to that final stage of forgiveness, you know. But um, yeah, and this and she she nailed it on the head. If I was to meet her personally, she's talking about the woman in the video. I would ask her. How do you love yourself daily? Because we attract what we reflect. Whew, like, I mean, I, I should stop right there, right? I should stop right there. But there's another, there's another quote <clears throat> that I want to uh, pinpoint behind that. This is one last quote, and then I'm going to get to my talking points. Um, this uh, next person says, Quote, I understand where she's coming from and maybe my point of view is a little different and it's not necessarily a physical touch I was missing. It was the reassurance of love and affection, um, the knowing somebody there and they uh, of knowing somebody, know, knowing somebody's there and they care for you. Yeah, that kind of I hear I hear a lot of like 
happily married, <laughs> not just married people, but happily married people, they always say that uh, the confidence, they have a, a, a different kind of confidence knowing that when they step out the door, there's someone that says, I got your back no matter what, you know, um, and uh, you, you know, I think a lot of that, like when you, you, you talk, when, when some people, they talk about marriage, you'll hear them say, oh, well, what if he leaves me? Right. But then the happily married people, they never even talk about leaving. Like, or what if the chips are down? What if the marriage is on the rocks? Like, like when people do, like when people talk about relationships and marriage, you could tell the ones who are built for it and the ones who aren't just by what comes up in their conversation. Like with the people who like the people who will talk about marriage and they say, you know, they want to love the person and they want to be there for them and work with them and uh, kind of adjust their life, like uh, uh, compromise their lives to work together and be a team. And like when you hear people that talk like that, those people are ready for marriage. When you hear people talk about, well, marriage, uh, uh, um, what, what if we divorce? What if this happens? What if that happens? Like. The, this 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 underlying undertone of fear uh, um th- those are the people who shouldn't be married you know what i'm saying and and you know both are right that's the thing the the, the people who shouldn't be married are not bad people they're actually they're actually thinking from a um some, some of it some of them are negative it is what it is right but then some of them are just being realistic you know what i'm saying yes there is a yeah we we can be a team we can love each other and and work together but there's still a, there's still a reality that we could divorce that is it's still a reality no matter what right so um so both of those people are right you know what i'm saying so we shouldn't throw shade at the people who are afraid of being married no 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 we shouldn't because at the end of the day no one has to be married right no one has to be married so so yeah um let me continue her quote um, she says, does that make sense? In my case, I was missing the hugs and love from my parents. It's a different type of love. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that that also does translate a lot to, the, you know, the love and affection that you get in a relationship. If you didn't have it growing, you can only give what you got, which you can only give what you've been given. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was explaining this to a homegirl of mine. You know, uh, um, love is is natural. Love is is in nature. You know, you 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 brush you brush up on a tiger's if a tiger's in a good mood. You brush up on a tiger. You know what I'm saying? The tiger's going, oh, we cuddling. Oh, that's what we doing. Okay. You know, he's still a tiger now. Don't get it fucked up. <laughs> but he's but he's gonna respond in kind to that love and affection he knows what he, he he innately knows what it is it's in his dna it's 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 from god you know um you know uh, and, and so we human beings it's we're we're herd creatures we're we're pack creatures so it's in our dna to bond and and, and have affection but if you've never been shown to it, it you i wouldn't say you have to learn love um, but you have to get reacquainted with what is already in your nature. It's not foreign to us. It's just we just need to be reacquainted to it. If we've if it's never been, if we've never been exposed to it externally, you know, that's why uh, people get scared and they fight love when they feel it. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's because it's 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 a it's reson it's awakening in their spirit. It's resonating within them, and they're not used to feeling this good. So, so the the only way the only way they they gotta block the orgasm by pushing the person away. Like whoa 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 chill. Um, so I kind of explained it to her in that way. Like, you know, if I've never been shown love, if uh, the only if my caregivers and my uh, the people who are supposed to love me have always attacked me, then that's my that's gonna be my concept of love. So I may look at you and say, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. And I'm, my first instinct is to want to hit you or to make up an excuse to hit you. That's, that's how abusers are, you know, because that's all they've ever been shown. I'm, 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 I'm talking too heavy for some people. I'm talking too heavy. Um, yeah. Um, quote, it's a love that you know that you're, that you're going to be okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's my interpretation of this. Um, she goes on to say there's no right or wrong for something like uh, oh no 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 uh, she, she's uh, so, yeah so so I responded and I said there's no right or wrong for something like this love is like water it comes in different forms for different people assurance is actually listed as a psychological need and it may translate to different subsequent needs in other aspects of your life so if you need my reassurance, and I said that jokingly, um, you're approved for this interpretation. You know, that, that was my that was me giving her her kudos uh, on this statement. Um, so, yeah, so you have so so for, from the quotes I just read, you have a uh, physiological perspective. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she was in a drug induced state or maybe she was just really, uh, um, maybe her lifestyle is, is, is a certain way that leads her to this particular, uh, mood, right. Or a self-induced state from, via her lifestyle and diet. Right. And then her just lacking something, uh, um, and she not, you know, um, she putting out, she's receiving what she reflects. Right. Um, yeah, and so so let me get to my talking points. Um, now I, I did see some other interpretations of this from other people on YouTube, and um, <laughs> the, a lot of the guys were like, "Well, she's not touch starved; she's dick starved." <laughs> um, I can't, you know, the the nigga in me wants to agree, right? <laughs> the, the idiot, the chauvinist macho in me wants to agree right that yeah she, she just needs some dick that's all just, just, just you know just knock her down real quick you know what I'm saying she'll be alright she'll be smiling again right um but I know too much I know too much to just take that and run with it you know um I'm too smart to know that there's not there isn't a deeper uh, something deeper behind this now when I saw this video I said to myself ma'am you have a vagina you have a vagina. How can how is it possible for you to be touch starved when you have a vagina? And you know, talking to talking to um, other women about it, um, they were like, you know, well, yeah, but you can't let everybody touch your vagina. <laughs> and I get that. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I respect it. I don't. You know, I don't have daughters. I'm not a woman. So, you know, what I'm saying so. I can I can only respect it. Um, you know, and but. Uh, but I'm just like, what? what is your vagina management like for you to be in a position where you're crying on the internet for someone to hug you? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what, like, once again, my male mind says, how did we get here? You know? And, you know, like some of the people who quoted on my Facebook timeline, you know, um, there may be some sort of trauma she's dealing with. You know, she may, she may push people away because of the trauma that she's experienced. And now she's at a point like, well, dang, I don't get hugs. You know, that could be, that could very much be a reality. Um, she, she probably was raised, raised in a, she was probably very neglected or raised in a, uh, in a, in an abusive home. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like just looking at her, she, you know, she's sweating, she's crying, her hair's a mess. You know what I'm saying? Her titty, <laughs> she's brawless. You know, she's a hot whole mess. And I'm pretty sure, like, you can't really, like, she's not, like, she's not really ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's not pretty, but she's not ugly either. And I'm pretty sure I've seen too many Instagram videos and Facebook videos of of makeup makeovers, you know, where people turn shit into a shit sandwich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure uh, with enough makeup, you can probably, uh, you can turn her around. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, but yeah, like, yeah, she's she's not really ugly. So I'm just like, I'm like, like there are no guys in your DMs, and I'm pretty sure after the, actually she put that video out, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of guys in her DMs now. <laughs> she put the APB out, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So her, her her DMs are pretty flooded, but like Dan, there's no guys in your DMs, sweetie. Like you're not you, you're not ugly, you know what I'm saying? You 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 got what's going on in the front side of things, you know you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not a breast man, but I appreciate them, you know what I'm saying? So like like how is like you, sweetie, if you wanted to hug, all you gotta do is ask. It's not that hard. Like, <laughs> so it must be. It, it, so, so it's too simple to be so simple. That's 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 basically the way I see it. It's too simple to be so simple. Um. Yeah, yeah, and and, and then uh, also, also, you know, me thinking from a micro to a macro, how many more women? feel the same way she feels just like some of the women on my facebook timeline commented a, a couple of the young ladies commented you know uh, um you know they you know uh, um they kind of they relate to it but in different ways or uh, uh, in more transcendent ways maybe not so, not so much physical touch but just the fact that of, of the assurance knowing somebody got your back you know what i'm saying somebody telling you you're beautiful you got women who never who never hear that they're beautiful. That's a thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I and as a man, I love that role. I love to just you call me whatever simp you want to call me. I love just telling a woman she's beautiful. I'll see a woman smoke. I say you're too pretty to smoke. I just do it just cause. You know what I'm saying? Just to see the smile on her face. <laughs> she look at the cigarette, then she look at me like, damn. <laughs> just to troll her. You know what I'm saying? Like like I like doing shit like that as a man. It makes me feel good. Makes me, it, it strokes my ego, you know. Hey, sweetie, you look beautiful. Have a good day, all right. And just walk the fuck away. <laughs> non-sexual, non-sexual affection. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, like, like I like to put that kind of energy out because I understand the value of that kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's one less step away from, you know, that that uh, uh, that blade going across that woman's wrist you know what I'm saying like like yeah you know so so yeah 
yeah, like, like, um, it, it's, it's valuable, but yeah. So I'm thinking on a macro scale, I'm thinking like, what about our community? You know what I'm saying? There's a reason that this video has gone viral. There's a reason this video came across my timeline. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't, if it wasn't that relative, if it didn't resonate with so many people, it wouldn't have, go, it wouldn't have, you know, uh, spiraled up the algorithms in order to, in order for me to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, so how many more people are, that's why I posted it on my Facebook timeline. Cause I want to know how many more people out there are like that. And what's, what, what's, what's the psychology behind this? Not so much the lifestyle and the diet and, you know, the, the traumas, but what's the result of those traumas? What's the result of, of those lifestyles and those diets? Is this the result of that? You know what I'm saying? Is this, is this what the, uh, the more up and coming generation of women are going to, this is, is this their doom where they're sitting brawless with their hair a mess, crying their eyes out because they haven't been hugged? How many more, like, like, how many more people with vaginas are touch starved, which makes no sense whatsoever? You know what I'm saying? And 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 so, and that the other flip side of that coin is, um, what are you? What kind of energy are you putting out there for you to for you to have a vagina and be touch starved? That's a, that's a, that's another question. You know. Um, I've been on. I, I I remember for years hearing on YouTube about how black women are attitudinal and combative, and uh, uh, avoiding accountability and all of these things, right? And then and then is is this all coming to a head now? Is this what is this the result of all of the uh, attitudinalness and combativeness and uh, um, independence? Is this is this the result of it? You having a whole vagina between your legs that every man wants, but you're touched off. I don't know. Can somebody answer this for me, please? Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc
We would like to thank you for tuning into Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.